Hey everyone, real quick before this episode of the podcast starts, I just wanted to say a couple things. Thank you so much for the positive feedback that Zach and I both got. Uh, we know we are not experts at this at all, so we are just going to continue to try and do our best at this, uh, and we're going to continue to get better and better. So just thank you so much for the positive feedback on our first episode. Uh, real quick, though, um, if you guys would follow at Opinions Endless on Twitter. Uh, that's going to be our main podcast page where we'll post updates and questions where you guys can tweet at us to talk about certain subjects. Um, and then you can follow Zach on Instagram at ZBristolZ. And then you can follow me on Instagram as well at BrinkleyHayden0. So before today's episode starts, uh, this is going to be a deep one that uh, Zach has a personal connection with uh, it's talking about his anxiety and all that. Not going to give away too much, but you know, I just hope that you guys respect our point of views on this. And once again, we are not experts at this. So uh, we just kind of give our perspective and our views on everything. So just thank you so much for everything. And we hope you guys enjoy. Thanks. <laughs> And we're back, ladies and gents. All right. What the fuck are we doing today? Well, um, I figured today would be kind of a more deep, meaningful conversation. I know you had told me the other day that you were struggling with some anxiety. I'm not sure where this specifically came up at, you know, like for you. Um, I don't know at what point you started struggling with it, but I don't know. I think it's just one of these things we need to talk about seriously. Um, This is something that a lot of people struggle with, anxiety, depression, anything like that. You know, I mean, we mm-hmm. always emphasize just talking about things. So, I mean, I guess it would open the floor to you. I mean, like what's been bothering you and, you know, how seriously is this to you? So, I don't know. I feel like let's rewind about three years when this is pretty much, it's what? What's the date? Today is the 20th. Wow. August 20th. It is three, it's three years, years to the day. Holy shit. <laughs> Since I became depressed. <laughs> three oh, years God. to the day. Holy shit. Three years ago today, we were uh, we were downstairs getting ready to watch that fucking Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz number two. I saw that come up on ESPN, as a matter of fact. They actually just released that fight on YouTube as a free fight. Did they really? You can watch it on the full fight on YouTube on UFC's uh I think a lot channel. of people don't know how good that fight was. It's an amazing fight. But damn, yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Well, just started three podcast years talking about this day. and we just realized three years to the day. Holy shit. Since uh, I became, you know, depressed and that lasted, you know, a good year or so before it kind of started getting better and eventually, for the most part, went away. I don't really get depressed too much anymore. Like every now and then I have a bad day, but who doesn't? Um, but yeah, I wouldn't say I'm like depressed anymore. But over the past probably year, year and a half, developed some pretty nasty anxiety which mostly just started out more so being like social anxiety basically to where every time I'm around a crowd of people that I'm not comfortable around you know like people I don't really know that well if it's just say like a wedding for example like if you go to a wedding you don't know everybody there or a family reunion you know they're all family but like you never see them you don't know who they are you don't know anything about them and, you know, you're having to talk and shake hands and hug all these people that you don't really know. That kind of thing just really makes me just anxious for some reason. It makes me feel like something's wrong. It, I get a knot in my stomach and I feel like I might puke. 
get kind of lightheaded, just don't want to really, I get really hot too when I get anxious. Like I just get really, no, I don't even sweat. I just get really hot and it's just not a good feeling. So it pretty much started out mostly being just that, just social anxiety, not, and not necessarily only crowds. Most of the time it was crowds of people, but just pretty much anyone I wasn't comfortable being around. I would get like that. So say if I went to a you know a party or a kickback, but it was like pretty much all people that I'm comfortable with and I'm cool around and I'm used to being around, I would be fine. Even if there was one or two people that I didn't really know that well, it wouldn't really make me that worried because there's more people that I know than people that I don't know. But if I'm even hanging out with like, say I'm, I was going on like a first date with a girl that I just, you know, started talking to or decided, you know, I'd asked a girl out on a date and we hadn't hung out yet. We don't know anything about each other. Even that would make me super anxious just because I don't know her and I'm not comfortable around her. My head just starts racing, thinking like, oh shit, don't fuck this up. Don't say, th- don't say something stupid. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't make that face. Why'd you laugh like that? Like all that kind of shit where it's just like, you know, you feel like you can't do anything right. So yeah, it was mostly just social anxiety at first. I, I've, and I've been able to treat that with marijuana. And uh, I also have problems sleeping. So with the anxiety and the insomnia, weed just made sense because I've never wanted to be on pills or anything because I've just heard too many horror stories about it ruining people's lives and them getting addicted or maybe they don't even get addicted, but it just changes their personality and the, you know their friends and family start noticing like you're they're acting different out of nowhere and it's just like they're not being themselves pretty much shit like that and i just don't really want to get on pills be put on a prescription to where i have to take certain pills every day so i just started smoking weed and it kind of just helped for those moments anytime i had to go to some sort of get together or i had to go on a date and i was you know real nervous i, I could just have you know a pin with me a cartridge and uh you know just take like a just a small one hit a good one puff before i go into any kind of social event and i'll be just more calm more relaxed it, it kind of kept you know if you've smoked weed before and i know you have mm-hmm. um it makes your brain think that you start thinking about things you wouldn't usually think about when you're high and so it would kind of help me get away from those normal thoughts that i would be thinking if i'm anxious of the, oh what what if this happens what if this happens and, and when I'd smoke it would kind of bring my thoughts over to something completely different like that blue on her shirt is like really crazy looking like or something or I'd be thinking <laughs> about like I wonder if fucking how long it would take me to ride a witch's broom to the moon and back like just shit you, you know you know what I'm yeah, talking about that. Like, I get what high, you're talking about anything can pop into your head and you have no idea why so it just kind of kept the bad thoughts out and just made me think about other things but a few days ago. I just woke up and was just super anxious. Just out of nowhere, though. Like, I couldn't... There's, it's usually always a reason that I'm anxious. Like, for example, the social anxiety. Like, I would feel anxious, but I would know why. Because I'm going to some sort of social gathering. I know what's making me anxious. Or I'm scared that something's going to happen. Just that, you know, is going on in my life at the time. I just... But I can usually spot what it is that's making me anxious. But I just... I woke up the other day and I felt super anxious, but I couldn't tell why. So I had no idea what was... What was the cause of it? What was the root? Why I was feeling this way? I just felt super, just had that knot in my stomach. I was real hot all day, just really kind of giddy, kind of shaky. I had no appetite. I could not eat. I haven't really eaten much over the past few days since this started. And I just, I don't know why I'm feeling like this. I don't know where the, um, the origin of all this is, what's making me feel this way, and why it's not going away. This is the longest I've ever had anxiety certain period of time like it's always just like on and off like it's only when i have something to be anxious about 
once I leave a social gathering, I don't have anxiety anymore. I'm like, you know, I've already did it and it's over with. But yeah, it's just it's just been going on the past couple of days and can't really figure out why. So got a doctor's appointment this Thursday, one o'clock or one fifteen. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna tell the doctor from the start, you know, I wanna do everything I can to make sure that pills is like the very, very last resort. Like if that's gonna be the only thing that I can do to get rid of that feeling or to get rid of this feeling, then I mean, I'll have to do it because this is literally hell. But if there's any other alternate routes that we could possibly take, that's what I wanna to try to do. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I mean, you know my stance on pills. That's one thing I've always just, I have never had a passion for, or I've never understood why people do it. But I get that at a certain point you have to, just to feel better at some point. But if that's, that's uh, it's like one of those things where it's like, it's got to be last resort, like the very last thing. If they can't find out what it is, that's got to be it. Um, I'm not a huge fan. I've heard stories. So uh, I've seen what it does to people and it's, it's not a very fun thing. It's actually a really tough thing to watch and experience through. Especially when you start to see the differences in their personality and the way they act and when they're like, you know, yeah, cause certain that, people like, you'd be like, you know, Hey, you want to go do this? And they'll all of a sudden just like not want to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Just like, no, I'm staying in. You know, start noticing that they just constantly just not want to do anything. And you start noticing they're just taking more and more pills every every week. Start noticing like, hmm, weren't you just taking two at a time last week? And now they're taking three twice a day and all that kind of shit. It's just hard to watch. It is. Man. And I have an addictive personality and I know that about myself, which oh, makes me oh. very hesitant to try any new kind of drug get any new feeling because i'm scared that i'll like it i'm scared that you know i'll like it so much to the point to where it could take control of me and i start taking more than i'm supposed to be taking and you know shit like that that really scares me so i you know, I just want to stay away from the pills if possible yeah no i completely agree with you um if that's something that that is in your nature i advise staying away from it right. but you know you know that and that's that's a very important step to at least knowing yourself and Going to the doctor's visit on Thursday, I mean, at least you know that that you have an addictive personality. So if it, so I'm gonna tell him, yeah. if it gets down to the wire where you have to take it, I mean, I would have someone just moderate it. That's the best way. And, yeah. you know, we always talk about this, but just talking about it in general, just, I mean, yeah, that's, it helps. That's uh, yeah, the other night when this, it wasn't the first night that this was going on. The first night I didn't really say anything to anyone, but the second day it was like that all day and then. I went to work. This was Sunday night. I went to work, and it was just an awful night at work. The whole night, I was just because when I'm at work, I'm I'm alone with my thoughts, kind of. Because you know what I do. I'm kinda, yeah. I don't really work with other employees. Like I'm in my own department, my own area, doing my own thing. So every now and then, I'll talk to some customers and whatnot. But other than that, I'm just alone with my thoughts. I don't have like you know they have that shitty playlist playing over the intercom that no one wants to hear. So <laughs> yeah. I try and tune that out. So I just have a bunch of things running through my head, and so I was just overthinking everything because I was so anxious. Like. It's weird. I wasn't anxious about anything in particular, but since I was anxious, it made me anxious about everything at the same time. So it's like there's not like a root problem that I found that is like the reason that I'm feeling like this. But since I am feeling like this, every time I start to think about anything, I start noticing like bad things about it, like or thinking about what could go wrong with this or what what does this mean? Something stupid, for example, if I text my girlfriend. And we're texting back and forth a couple times and it's all relatively, you know, replying fast to each other. And then I send a text and then she doesn't reply for, you know, 10 minutes. I'll be like, oh God, what happened? 
everything okay? Because like, oh, I, I know she was about to go to her friend. Like, what happened? Is she okay? Like, I start freaking out. And I, it's like, dude, it's been 10 minutes. Calm down. You wouldn't usually be like this. But for some reason, I just start freaking out over the smallest things. See, and that's one thing I know about you is that you always try to look at it in different perspectives. And you always, like, tend to keep yourself back. So once you start overthinking, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's calm down. Yeah, like I can talk to myself and talk myself out of it. Like I'm almost like, since I don't have anyone around, I have to talk myself down off the ledge, kind of like think about it. Like think of what I do is I talk out loud. I'll think out loud. I'll be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. what's actually going on here? Say it out loud. Say what's happening and then say what you're worried about. And I'll see if it makes sense. Does me being worried about this make sense? Is that a fair thing to be worried about this much? Or am I overthinking like I do that? But even... Even still, I can find out that like, no, there's no reason I should be worried about it, but I'm still worried about it for some reason. Like it still like freaks me out and I can control myself and be like, I'm not going to like text or call her like, is everything okay? Is everything fine? Like I'll, I'll wait until she texts me back unless, you know, it's, you know, obviously like a few hours and I, I haven't heard anything and then I'll start to actually get worried. But like I, I can control myself, but it's just, I can't control the feeling going away. I can't make it go away. And see, that's where I know you actually do have, I'm not saying like you have a serious problem, but this is one of these episodes where it's like, it's more concerning because like I said, I know you and I know that you can pull yourself out of certain situations like this. And if it's prolonging and it just keeps staying there, then I understand that this is an episode that probably is more severe to you, you know, at least from my side, like I just want to try to help you as much as I can. But, you know, of course, you're the only person who can take care of everything. My whole point to this was talking about it in general helps out. And I know that a lot of people struggle with the same thing. And unfortunately, they never have anyone they can rely on right. like that. Yeah. And it's it's always shitty to know that uh, like a good friend of ours can't talk to anyone about their anxiety because, I mean, it's bad. And they don't know who they can trust. I mean, yeah. you know, we could offer all of our help. But at the end of the day, it, it comes down to them. They want to talk. And I know if you really want to talk, you'll talk about it. But I never push that. None of us do. Yeah. And one thing, I mean, I, I, I would definitely recommend for anyone going through any kind of you know, anxiety or depression or anything like that, when you're feeling this way, like worried about a bunch of shit and like, just if you don't have anyone to talk to, or you're not comfortable talking to any of your friends or family, like you just don't trust someone or you just don't want to, you're just too scared to open up, talk to yourself out loud or record yourself talking and just say everything, how, what's actually happening and how it's making you feel. And then listen to it back. And then, you know, you'll actually be able to hear like, okay, this shouldn't be making me feel this way. And this shouldn't be making me feel this way. And if I listen to myself explaining what's actually happening, like that seems logical. It seems fine and normal, but for some reason it's making me feel this way. But like, it just, I don't know, just saying it, saying things and getting them off your chest and listening to yourself just really, I feel like really helps. And what I was going to say earlier, kind of got off track and I forgot, but Sunday night when this was happening, when I got off work, called my girlfriend and I told her everything that was happening and how I was feeling and what was all going on. And then I called my mom and I told her the same thing. And after talking to both of them, like just, just saying everything, how, how I was feeling just made me feel like 10 times better just for, you know, the time being, like, I just kind of just felt a little relieved and I just, I wasn't as, I just felt a little bit better inside for a little bit. You know, obviously it didn't last very long, but just talking about it, gave me some you know a little bit of peace for a little while so yeah it definitely helps to just get things off your chest and just vent whether you're talking to somebody or not just saying it out loud listening to what's actually happening yeah i want i want to make two points on that the first one if you talk to someone about that the way i view it is that 
it's taking pressure off you. It's it's almost like boiling water. If you have too much water in there, it's gonna just it's gonna boil over and right. it's gonna make a mess. You have too many thoughts piling driving through your head and immediately at one point it's just gonna be too much and you're just gonna break. Yeah. So you just gotta let some of those thoughts out. Get them out of your head, get them off your chest. See, and that's that's one thing, you know, and that's good that you told your girlfriend and your mom. At least when you talk to your girlfriend, she'll understand that, you know, yeah. what you're going through. And she's not going to be irrational with some of her words or uh, conversation or whatever right. it is. She'll be supportive yeah, too. She knows what's going on. And also, not a good thing to not tell people like that in your life that are a part of your everyday, pretty much life, like your best friends or your girlfriends or your parents or anything like that. Because the last thing you want is to not tell them and then they start noticing the changes and just thinking that you're changing. Mm-hmm. And not knowing that there's actually something wrong, just being like, wow, you're being really temperamental with me lately, or you're being really this or that or whatever. It's better to let them know. So if they do start seeing the, the changes, they'll just know like, okay, well, that's not really him. He's just, you know, he's going through, he, she, he's going through something right now. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I can't judge them for acting this way. But if you don't say anything, they're just going to be like, you're acting like a fucking idiot and they're going to not know what to think. And that's one thing you don't want to hear yeah. during a, a time like that. You don't want to hear someone be like, yo, you're acting irrationally. Yeah. Well, no shit. You know, I'm, uh, I'm, anx- I'm anxious and uh, I'm just worried a lot and blah, blah, blah. So I yeah. understand that. I mean, so is there anything that you do that kind of calms it down? I mean, is if you could give some advice to people about maybe having some way to relieve it. And it's almost like relieving stress. Yeah. But so I've been experimenting with this. I've only like, this is only like, I've had the anxiety thing for, like I said, about a year and a half now, but it's usually for a reason. And it's usually, you know, no more than a day at a time. This is the first time I've had it for an extended amount of time like this. But with what I've had, the short amount of period I've had to experiment with this, I've learned so far one talking, like we just said, just saying, talking to someone, just letting, letting everything out helps a lot making plans and doing things just like depression helps it just helps to keep yourself busy do something have your mind focused on something if you can so you're not constantly just over like you know alone with your thoughts like if you're just laying in bed you know doing whatever like you're just going to keep thinking about things and it's just not going to make you any better so doing things making plans with friends or just going out maybe going on a run or working out a little bit something like that but yeah what i found is just Another thing is just like doing stuff. If I'm around my house, just like getting up early and taking a shower, putting in a load of laundry, putting on some clean clothes and doing it, you know, all that shit, going run into the gas station and getting like a rain or something and just kind of getting my day started off the right way. Just like doing things as opposed to just getting up, laying in bed for an hour, checking my phone, putting on a TV show, maybe play a video game for a little bit and then get up and take a shower at like one o'clock or something like that didn't, that's the wrong way to do it. Like I found getting up and just doing things that I needed to do that day or whatever, just getting them out of the way, kind of just doing things that I need to do helps because then I feel somewhat accomplished when I've done, after I've done it all and I'm not as, you know, just groggy and just, I don't know, just kind of just doing stuff, keeping your mind busy. And I, th- I really do believe that is important. Just staying busy kind of helps out and it doesn't allow you to just sit with your thoughts and think of the absolute worst case scenario to option A through Z pretty much. Yeah. But I understand exactly what you mean. You know, when when I was going through my episode of depression, you know, I found out just finding something to do is very helpful. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, hanging out with friends or anything. And obviously I found my way of relieving myself like that, being depressed and all that, is the gym. And recently, it kind of got bad again. So I started going on more runs. Uh, that's one thing I 
I've started to do is I go to the gym and I go straight on, on a run outside. Yeah. To kind of you know slow down a little bit. It's okay to relax and not be at a hundred percent pace. Mm-hmm. I think there's one thing that I, I want to address real quick. I think people need to know the difference between staying busy versus ignoring it. So while yes, I agree with trying to keep your mind occupied as much as you can. I think at some point you need to realize, okay, I can't ignore this anymore. Like I, I at least have to tell somebody or I need to find a way to channel that anxiety through something that I can do. So like working out, uh, mm-hmm. running, music, writing stuff down. And there is one thing that I found to be kind of helpful for me. Uh, I don't know if you can relate to this, but there was a point where I just started typing stuff down on the computer. I just started typing out my thoughts and pretty much how exactly I felt and how the day went. And some days were shitty. Some days were pretty good. And and that's, it sounds stupid and it sounds like it won't, it won't help out very much. But one thing I did find out was like, it's, it was nice to just put it somewhere where it can't be read, but you know, it's there and you can look back at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I can see that. It's still just another form of venting. We're just putting it, putting it out there, getting it out somehow in some form or another. You know, and I'm, I know that doesn't help right off the bat, and I know that doesn't just make things a hundred percent better. Yeah, you right, know, you're feeling right. better. Yeah, it's little things. You have just a bunch of different little things that you have to do. You can't do. There's no magic cure. There's no one thing you can do that is going to make everything fine and dandy again. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of different little things that you're going to have to start doing. And as odd as this may sound, too, I mean, meditating really works. Yeah, like it's just. The, I was listening to Joe Rogan talk about this with someone. I can't remember. It was an, uh, it was an Indian guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was just explaining. When like, was he, on? Sorry? When was he on? This was like two two months ago, two, uh, three months ago. Was it Camille Nagiani? Maybe. I think it was him. But they were just talking about how taking 30 minutes out of your day and just meditating allows your brain to go through unopened emails pretty much and it kind of removes some of that stress. So if yeah. you have like 5,000 emails built up, I mean, it, it is annoying to look at. That's basically the way they uh, they put it in perspective. It's it's like the same thing. You overload yourself with all your thinking and all this. I mean, it's, it's all those emails entering your yeah, head. It's just getting rid of all the spam. Yeah. And taking 30 minutes out of your day, just kind of meditating and allowing yourself to open some of those emails, just you see the number go down mm-hmm. and it makes you feel a little better. Yeah. It's not proven to make yourself 100% better, but it, it helps out to a certain bit. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, doing a bunch of different little things like that, like you start, you know, meditating and typing things out and eating healthier and getting up earlier, staying on top of, you know, your craft and learning things every day and just doing all these little incremental things. You know, if you do, start doing all of them, though, they'll add up, you know, start noticing big improvements, you know, real fast. Um, but yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is really just talking to somebody about it and just letting them know, letting someone know, whoever you trust, just talking to them, just getting an outside opinion from someone that you do, from someone who has an opinion that you respect. Don't just go to some random person who you don't really value their opinion that much and ask them what they think because you're not going to, you know, if you don't trust them, what's the point? Try and talk to someone, uh, preferably if you can, someone who's gone through us, what you're going through or something similar. Because they can kind of give you tips on, you know, what's to come, what to expect, and personal experience on what made them feel better, um, stuff like that. But yeah, just and just all the people that are in your immediate life who you talk to every day and who you know, mean anything to you, tell them what's going on so they can, you know, help to support you 
can make sure that if anything starts going too wrong, they know what you're going through and can get help. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. It's and, it's uh, very important to to just talk about it. I mean, listen, we're in 2019. It's yeah, things are shitty, but I mean, you can still talk to people. You know, that's what I don't recommend you do is just sit there in your room and tweet and make Instagram posts and Facebook posts about it all day. And that don't make that. Don't just sit there and post it for hundreds and hundreds of pretty much infinite people that are allowed to see it. Don't just put it out there to where anyone can see it. And you don't really, you're not talking to someone in particular because then you're just going to have, you know, 20 comments and then all of them are just going, oh, feel better. And I'm so sorry. Oh, I went through this girl. Like, fucking. And then all these people are also going to be like, you fucking attention whore. Like, you don't need that in your life. No. Don't put it on social. Social media is not, I don't think, the maybe the best way to go about curing your mental health issues. I think you need to talk to real people face to face and get real opinions from people who you respect one on one. You don't just need to see little words on a screen. That's not going to make you feel better. I agree with that 100%. Like, I cannot emphasize that any more than you just did. That's It's really not the most efficient way to go about it. And, then, and it does. And, and it's unfortunate when you see that because there's two things you think. Either you don't really know what to think because you see someone posting something about being depressed or having anxiety or having this or having that and just some kind of mental health issue or something and they're posting about it talking about oh woe is me blah 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 on social media and you know you want to be like oh i feel bad for you because i've experienced some of this and i know that sucks but like at the same time you're like i don't even know if you're telling the truth though because there's so many people online that just lie about this shit just because they want attention they want people to say nice things about them it's not necessarily that i don't trust the exact person that posted this on the you know whenever i see it but it's like I also can't just take you for your word because so many people fucking lie about this stuff for attention and all this shit. And it's like, I just don't, I don't like, I don't like posts like that at all. I don't know. Unless it's like a really, you know, unless you're like coming out, like just say you have an Instagram with pretty much all your family on it and you're telling them about something serious that's actually going on in your life, but not just being like posting shit about how I want to fucking kill myself and this and that. Like, that's just not the way to go about things. No, I agree. Listen, and you may come across someone who understands, but they might not understand the same severity that you're on right now. So you can't really just take their word for it, like you were saying. And talking to someone just just makes things a little better. And yeah. even if they can't relate to you, listening is, you want to be heard. And I think that's one of the most important re- reasons why talking to someone is the most beneficial way. Just yeah. being heard is something that's just comforting for some mm-hmm. odd reason. So I, in the end, I think talking to someone, I think having an outlet to allow you to channel your anxiety or your depression in whichever way you want it to is something that can help a long way. Another thing that I've noticed that's just an incorrect way of thinking that I feel like a lot of people think like this is pretty much like don't ever think that what you're going through is worse than what someone else is going through. I know so many people who like are depressed or have anxiety and you know, they're feeling like that in the moment. They're like saying like, you don't understand how, like, yeah. And you're right. When you say that, like you, we don't necessarily know exactly what, how you're feeling right now, but like there's so many people who like have real anxiety and depression, like the, like the bad kind, like the really bad kind. And like, it's, it's easy to say when you're feeling like that, that, Oh, you can't, there's no way you feel worse than me right now. Cause I feel because and because I do a lot of reflecting, like when I'm in a good mood, I'll be thinking of things like when I'm depressed or when I'm having like an anxiety attack or this or that, like I like try to remember how it feels and you can't really remember. But then like when it happens again, you, it's like so it's always so much worse than you remember. 
it's like, oh God, I didn't, I didn't, I for, completely forgot it was this bad. So I feel like a, a real humbling thing to do is like, just understand that like, there's other people feeling pretty much the same thing that you're feeling. There's other people that have it way worse than you. Just, you know, having a problem like anxiety or depression doesn't really give you an excuse to be an asshole. Like you also have to understand like to get better, you can't just treat other people like shit or else they're not going to want to help you. You still just still just pretty much just think about everything that you're going to say or text to someone before you do it. Really think about it. Try and think about everything with a clear mind. Be like, look, I know I'm feeling this way right now, but if I was in a good mood, how would I react to this? Mm -hmm. Think about that. And then say what you really feel like saying in that situation. But don't just let everything go off at impulse because you're in a bad mood. Just start snapping at people that don't deserve it, who are just trying to help you and all that kind of shit. That's another you know thing I feel like so many people do. They just feel like, since I feel like shit, I'm allowed. It gives them the right to be an asshole, which is just not the case because you're just going to push away the people that actually want to help you. Right. And you make a really good point on, you know, just don't be an asshole. There are people who want to help you, but if you get to the point where you're just going to be rude about it then i mean no one's going to want to help you and i get that things are really bad for you and you have some serious anxiety or serious depression but if you're going to be like that no one wants to help you and that's going to make you feel worse in the end yeah just kind of understand that they want to help and while you're feeling so shitty and and angry towards people just reason with yourself for a few minutes uh, let me open up to this person and tell them what's going on because I guarantee you, well, I can't guarantee you, but I bet that at the end of the conversation, you would probably feel somewhat better mm -hmm. to the point where it's like, okay, you know, this person heard me out. I'm not so angry. I'm thankful that they listen. And that's one thing that I really take advantage of is I'm thankful that I have people around to talk to. And I'm sure you and your situation, you could say the same, that you're thankful you have people you can just talk to about this yeah. and people who won't judge you. And mm -hmm. that's that's really important, just finding people who won't judge you about it and just and will keep going on about it. Like it's just another normal day, another a normal encounter with you. They don't want to baby you. They don't want to put kids glove on you, right. you know, like around yeah. you, should I say. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. So yeah. And uh, one more thing is just like, when you get to the point to where you feel like if this doesn't go away, am I going to kill myself? Like when, when that goes through your head and it, it does most of the time, if you're, you have severe anxiety or depression, like that's obvious. That's a, a reoccurring thought that comes back every now and then. It's just like, if this doesn't go away, what am I going to do? I'm not going to just deal with this forever. So like one thing I've helped, I found that helps with whenever you're kind of having those thoughts is just like thinking about like, look up the number. If you're ever feeling like that and you're just, you know, depressed or, anxious and you just have this bad feeling and something's you just don't know how to make it go away whatever your problem is that you're having whether it's anxiety depression or anything else look up how many people in the world suffer from that disorder and then think about like okay that many people have it and far smaller number of those people end up killing themselves like a very like not even half not a quarter not 10 percent like a, a, i mean there's still a lot of people that kill themselves over those things but look at the the amount of the number of the people that have it versus the number of the people that killed themselves from that and think like, okay, am I part of this small group of weak motherfuckers that like, am I going to, am I going to join that club? You know, am I, am I too fucking weak to get out of this? Because, because there's millions and millions and millions and millions of these other people that have the same thing who are going through this too. And they're not killing themselves. They're just doing, they're just dealing with it. They're figuring it out for themselves. They're figuring out the way to get over it. They're not going to kill themselves. Pussy. They just, they, they're figuring it out. And just think about those people. Like you're not the only one going through it. There's a bunch of other people who feel like this right now who would think like, you know, I could kill myself and get rid of the pain right now. But no, that's fucking, that's lame. That's weak. I'm not going to do that. Think about those people. And, you know, if you can, not hopefully, but if you are 
friends or family to someone who is going through something similar, stay close to them. Talk to that person. Talk, talk to each other about your thoughts. Have someone who you can tell everything you're feeling about and, you know, maybe they'll understand because, you know, maybe they experience similar things. Yeah, there's one thing I, I want to add real quick. Uh, I know I know you and I know you don't mean to insult the weak motherfuckers, but I, I completely understand. Yeah. There's a lot worse that could be happening and your anxiety and your depression is something that needs to be taken seriously. But at the same time, I do not think it's worth it to end your own life. And there's there can always be another answer to the way how you deal with it, not not killing yourself. I mean, yeah. I've, I've said this a thousand times and I'll continue to say it a thousand times if I have to. The odds of you being born are 400 trillion to one. That's per Gary Vee. So yeah. life is a gift in itself. And I know it doesn't seem like that sometimes, but you just have to look at the bright side. And I know that's really tough. You can't just flip the switch and you're like, oh my God, the bright side. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to really think about what you have and not think about what other people have. Yes. Think about the things that are in front of you right now. Like, okay, yeah, everything's shitty. My girlfriend might leave me. I might lose my job. I'm not making enough money to pay bills, blah, 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 blah. But like you have opportunity to like change that. You're not stuck in this. This isn't something, this isn't just like a life that you were born into and told that this is what you're going to have to do the rest of your life. No, you can change it. You just got to find out how. You just got to figure out what you like to do. Start doing it. Start getting really good at it. And just stop caring about what other people think. And, you know, as long as it's really what you want to do, just got to keep doing it and you just got to keep working towards it and you got to grind and there's going to be good days, there's going to be bad days. You just got to fucking deal with it and embrace all of it. And, you know, if you actually put in effort, things will change. But if you're just going to be one of those motherfuckers who just likes to sit there and, you know, watch all these motivational videos and get super hyped up about, I'm, I'm going to do this and I'm going to be this one day, but then you're not going to actually do anything. You're just going to lay down in bed right after you watch that video and watch a bunch of YouTube videos and, you know, hit your jewel and just sit there and fucking fuck off all day. Be like, I'm going to start tomorrow. Don't say, don't ever start tomorrow. Start now. I couldn't have said that shit any better. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would have said the same exact thing. But uh, honestly, like, I I don't even want to add final thoughts because that shit was yeah, perfect. Those are all so. the thoughts. So, ladies and gents, you have heard it from Zach. He has dealt with anxiety for a good bit. And that's, you know, that's his point of view. And... When I say weak motherfuckers that kill themselves, I don't say that they deserve to die or that they're actually weak people or shitty people or anything. It's just, you know, there's always a better way. There you go.